We're going to need a laugh track. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, do. we definitely need a laugh track. Hopefully the at-home audience is laughing really loudly. Welcome back to another episode of All Booked, Sterling Municipal Library's podcast where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And we have two of our library superstars here to join us today to co-review The Duchess. Oh, Becoming Duchess oh, be- thank Goldblatt. You. I, knew, I knew I was going to mess that up right off the beginning. Yeah, you have but... to say it with seriousness. Becoming Duchess Goldblatt. Good job, Katie. Thank you. Okay. I know hard, Les. By Damn Anonymous. <laughs> yes. That's the first for our podcast, the first Anonymous. Yeah. Ask us who wrote this book. Uh, so guys, who became Duchess Goldblatt? Who who is this? We don't. We can't no answer. No It's a mystery. We what? cannot answer. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, what's it about then? Maybe we can deduce it. <laughs> it is a memoir. A memoir. Sorry. Mm, <laughs> Anonymous memoir. <laughs> uh, by the writer who's behind this beloved Twitter name, Duchess Goldblatt. Oh. Um, and it's really two stories. It's this the story of this anonymous writer who created this fictional character sort of to escape her life and find community. Um, and then it's also about this magical being, Duchess Goldblatt, who <laughs> we are going to have to intersperse this uh, whole thing with quotes. Yes. Uh, you should see the book that they brought with them. It has tons of tabs and sticky there notes in it. There are sticky notes. Because ah, apparently there are, there are numerous gems. Of notes Jamie, well. it's time for a quote. Oh, yeah. Shall I read a Duchess Goldblatt Yes, quote? please. Then we're going to have to backtrack and explain this yes, a little bit more. Yes. <laughs> but this is actually uh, the lead quote of chapter one. And at this point, when, when Lisa told me to read this book, she said, do not... Google it. Don't look up anything about it. Um, Just go in cold. So I did. And this was the first line. I must have slept weird, folks. My backstory is killing me. Right? We don't even have to. Do we have a laugh track? We can can do that. Um, I love this one. I'm thinking of taking a lover. Who's got an extra one lying around? Check the cupboards and the linen closet and on top of the piano. Okay, if we're doing it. I don't mind an unreliable narrator, as long as she's punctual. <laughs> We're going to need a laugh track. Yeah, yeah we, do, we definitely need a laugh track. Hopefully the at-home audience is laughing really loudly. Absolutely. As we're leaving, we're leaving auditory space for you to laugh in at home. And it wasn't just the Duchess Goldplatt parts that were funny, but just in relaying her, her real life, it was really funny, but also cried a little bit. And we'll, we'll talk about that later. But one of my favorite parts was in the beginning where she was trying to get online and figure this whole social media thing out. That was hilarious. But she didn't understand when she got all these Twitter followers that what she was doing was creating this community. She really, like, envisioned Twitter as this neighborhood bar where people just happened to be. And she just assumed everybody knew everybody else, that they weren't there for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they were. And I am always a sucker for, like, a found family or found community story. So that's, that was one thing that I loved. When was this account founded? How long has Duchess Goldblatt have been around? That book was just published. The book was just mm-hmm. published, but the the social media account and the phenomenon, if you will, of Duchess Goldblatt has been a few years, mm-hmm. but I knew nothing about it. Also, because I'm not on Twitter, um, so I knew nothing about it, but it, a few years, I would say. Do you think that's accurate? Definitely. So then let's, let's just touch on the origin story. So in, in chapter one, you know, she 
this woman, this real woman, who is a writer, but she's anonymous. We don't actually know who she is. Decide she's going through a really rough time, a divorce, her life's in the toilet, some problems at her work. Yes, she's laid off very unexpectedly from a, a beloved job at an awesome magazine. Um, she also had a, a very severely mentally ill brother growing up, a mean mom who also had some mental problems. I was going to say I can relate to that, but my mom might be listening. <laughs> she's not listening. So here's so here's the thing. So she she's going this rough period in her life, and I guess she says pretty casually to a friend, "What is this like social media thing about? Like I want I'm lonely maybe, and I want to you know be on social media." And I think she starts on Facebook, but then she ends up on Twitter. And like Lisa was saying, she doesn't really understand how it works. She wants to see what other people are doing, but she doesn't want them to be able to know anything about her Mm -hmm. or see kind of her stuff. Um, And they're like, it doesn't work that way. You can't just be a stalker, you know, in social (laughs) media. So she invents this character, Mm -hmm. Duchess Goldblatt. And it's something about your dog's, like your dog's name and your mother, like mother-in-laws, but she didn't want to use her. She she used a friend's, um, which is also supposed to be your porn star name, I think. Like your first dog and your mother-in-laws, <laughs> whatever. Yes. Yeah. So she came up with this, and they were like, you know, what picture? You know, you have to put a, a photo or a picture, and um, she ends up finding a picture of a famous kind of portrait by. I don't yeah, know she if just it's googled that. elderly ladies. Yes. And looked at Google Images <laughs> until she found the picture. Show show them the picture. Yeah. yeah. The the radio oh, yes. audience can see this but um in studio the cover of the book to me it's like a woman who looks a lot like george washington like george washington's <laughs> a sister. handsome woman a handsome a very handsome <laughs> very elderly woman so everyone Except she's not that elderly and that not like elderly yes. yeah which yeah we're coming she's, up on fast so. yeah i don't think she's elderly no. um at all. Not at all i think she's no. youthful in real life <laughs> in the prime uh so yes i did some behind the scenes digging and it looks like the account was founded in 2012 so oh, that is. She's been around for about a decade. Yeah, that is a long. And that's time. six years after Twitter was founded. So she was pretty fresh to the the, the Twitter game, to the Twitter scene. So yeah. she, so she, you know, starts this Twitter account, and she's such a fantastic writer. And I don't know how she gets all these followers at first. I think it was kind of slow and then fast. Mm-hmm. And she answers her people, like they comment on her, and she answers back. And at what point? Because it sounds like she started this not really realizing how Twitter worked. At what point did she realize that she was kind of rising to? internet stardom it might be the time that she um started being followed by my boyfriend <laughs> ask me who my boyfriend is who's your boyfriend my secret boyfriend is lyle lovett oh okay. um, <laughs> which is also it turns out her secret boyfriend at times when i was reading this book again it's a mystery who she is i thought maybe i maybe I, maybe i am duchess i feel like i could be me is boyfriend really the right term or would you say obsessive crush obsessive crush yeah i have a boyfriend in real life but uh this is this is more than that this is like it transcends yeah it transcends yes uh and she is obsessed with lyle love it and he starts following her she's like a mm-hmm. true fan as am i lyle and uh that's when I think she starts to realize that, oh, my gosh, people are paying attention. Yeah. Duchess quote, enlightenment is not a state, friends. It's an unincorporated U.S. territory about the size of Guam. I vacation there some afternoons. What's the beautiful Japanese word that means both regretting your lost youth and beauty and I'm too hungover to make coffee? She's so funny. <laughs> Excellent. And she makes up this whole like persona 
she is from a town, fictionally, right? Duchess is from this place called Crooked Path, and she writes about it and the different characters in Crooked Path. And the other thing I love is she has a daughter. Mm-hmm. Not really, right? This is all fictional. Um, and her daughter's name is Hacienda, and she's in a Mexican <laughs> prison. That's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. So she over the past decade has formed this long form novel through tweets. Correct. It seems like one of those things that came along with the internet that you have to experience it to understand it. Whereas if maybe if you go later, it won't be the same as if you had like received these tweets as they were coming out and grown with her. I think a lot of it was the side chatter, you know, mm-hmm. with the people who loved her and they would get together. And if there are more more than one gathered in my name, you should raise a toast. And they all <laughs> would call her your majesty and um, your highness, even though duchess is not a royal term. It's mm-hmm. just her first name. I mean, the whole language around <laughs> it. No, it's fantastic. And Lyle um, became equally like obsessed with her. At some point, they were communicating on Twitter, and she mm-hmm. went to a concert, and he, she said, you know, I'm going to come to this concert, and he is like, well, I want to meet you, which creates kind of a problem. Yes. Right? <laughs> because... Uh, And she decides to go for it and contacts, you know, has the contact information for the manager, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, and shows up at the show, ends up in his dressing room or whatever that room is called before the show. And, of course, he doesn't recognize her. And, of course, I can relate to this. She starts to cry uncontrollably at meeting (laughs) Lyle. (laughs) I also would. Um, So uh, he doesn't recognize her Mm -hmm. because he thinks she's this old yeah. Woman. And then they develop a side relationship, not romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they communicate a lot. Then they're communicating online and offline. And he's one of the few people at that point who knows her true identity. And it is still pretty Anonymous. much a mystery. I yeah. mean, some people think they have it figured out. But but for uh, she is followed, or Duchess is followed by a lot of people in publishing, a lot of famous authors you would recognize. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody was figuring it was is either, either a novelist or a gay man. Like, that was the general consensus. And they, it couldn't be both. It couldn't be both. <laughs> no, exactly. That's right. Um, it's, and something we haven't touched on. So she had this hard life growing up. She had a difficult time with the marriage, and she lost all of her friends as well through the marriage. And, and she's very close with her son. Um, and so that relationship is fraught. But she believes that Duchess was based on her father, who actually went to seminary school for a couple of years, a big heart, loved everyone, was very open. So she always felt like she was channeling him. And the passages where she describes conversations with him are just beautiful. Mm-hmm. He just sounds like an amazing saint. And she does have a certain like ethical or moral standard for Duchess that may not may or may not be applied in her real life, like how important it is to be kind and non-judgmental and to lift people up. Oh, and uh, there was a quote that, you know, somebody talks to her about, because she's very, she's a humorist, so um, not going for the easy laugh with Duchess, that not to make, you know, if I think I want to make fun of someone, I think of what my father would say, and don't go for that. Mm Mm-hmm. And Lyle agreed with her. <laughs> so, and, and also in the, um, I listened to this book and the audible Lyle Lovett voices his own part. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That's oh, very fun. It was more than awesome. Which was great. But I got to say the Duchess quotes, whoever voiced those, I should have looked that up. Uh, uh, it's time for a Duchess quote. It's time for a Duchess quote. Okay. This is Duchess. When I edit, I remove the words that I don't want to be there, hand wash them in warm water and lay them flat to dry. 
I might use them later. So I do have a question. Do you see, because I know it still has snippets of her real life interspersed with her character growing and developing. Do you see like parallels between what's happening in her real life and what's happening on Twitter? Not really. I don't think so. Oh, good question. Yeah. Uh, and that was a criticism somewhere that there was just, it was too higgledy-piggledy. But I loved how she um, interwove her past and the present and what was going on with Duchess and conversations about Duchess. I I liked it. And she, she put a lot of energy and time into this this Twitter account and writing, you know, commenting on everybody's comments and, and really building this community. At the same time, she had a real job. Um, mm-hmm. As a writer, editor, some you know, it's kind of still a little vague because she's trying not to give herself away. Yes, do you Lisa? remember this part that that she said she could never her best friend she couldn't even remember her best friend's dog's name, which was Sparkles. I can remember that, <laughs> but she could remember all the intimate details of her three hundred or five hundred Twitter followers. She said it was almost as if Duchess had accessed a part of the brain that she could no longer reach. <laughs> it was so bizarre, and fabulous. Yeah, it was. And then she she becomes close to a few of them. Well, I love it top among them. Can I say Lyle Lovett one more time? Uh, and But several others, too, that eventually um, they become close. One mm-hmm. of them writes a book, and she comes to his um, like book launch uh, Now, do party. these people know who she is? Not at is that point. Still- no, okay. not at that point. She has to introduce her, you know, self. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's jarring, like, right, if you have a fantasy about who someone mm-hmm. is and what they look like and how they talk, and then you meet you know, kind of the man behind the curtain or the woman behind the curtain, it could be disappointing. And I think that was a big fear of hers, that, that people don't want to meet her. They want to meet Duchess. Duchess yeah, mm-hmm. Duchess doesn't actually exist, so what mm-hmm. do you do? But. And are there any moments that maybe don't go as well as planned when she's meeting new people, or do people come with it? Because Duchess is such a kind person, maybe with a little more... I, can, I think she's only met a few. Yeah, okay. like she, not like, even a handful. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say she's like come out to in the yeah. book like three max. Yeah, three. Yeah. Okay, she does have friends in her real life friends who um re- I can't remember what she calls them, but they receive gifts for Duchess. Okay, uh, because people like to send her things. They get coffee mugs made with her likeness and. All sorts of <laughs> things. I was also going to ask, sometimes on Twitter you see a little bit of like role-playing between these different characters that develop. Do you see that happen with Duchess? Are there any people that respond in character to her? I don't or think. Or anything like that? There was one where she dressed up as Duchess just to okay. have a picture made. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, portraits. Like, people have painted portraits of her and sent her portraits. <laughs> but oh, the, they, it, she uses these friends to send her these things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, authors always go on book tours when the book tour goes out. So I learned that the famous novelists that follow Duchess actually hosted virtual oh, gatherings <laughs> and talked about the book's release. Yeah. Because you can't do a book tour. Right. When you're anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult. And it's it's very... This book is just unlike other books. I know not everybody loved it. You read some of the reviews online. Yeah. And the biggest thing is, you know, she... I think in explaining um, how Duchess Goldblatt um, became Duchess... Mm-hmm. Uh, the anonymous author really had to talk about these struggles that she had and and the rifts in these very close relationships. And I think what a lot of people, and sometimes when we review books, we project what (laughs) what we've been through, um, that that she sort of um, wallowed in it or or just like couldn't get beyond it or or they didn't like her as a person maybe. I think those were the parts of the book that reviewers didn't like. 
Which I find odd. I mean, I found that she was just like... I think it was an important part of the progression. A human... And there was a... There was a a tie-in that started at the the beginning in chapter one. Um, she gets a phone call from Frank Delaney, who is also he's a famous author. That's how you kind of know she's publishing tangent is that or yes. uh, adjacent. Yeah. She's publishing adjacent, uh, and he's like checking on her because she's going through this hard time. And at the very end, um, what did Frank Delaney write? <laughs> oh, he's the Ireland guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. So anyway, famous author. He calls her and is like checking on her and stuff. And then at the end. Um, I think a few years probably has passed and she um, wants to reach out to him and say, you know what? I am okay. Like I, mm-hmm. m- my life did heal. Uh, and at that time he's already passed away, which oh, was a part that made me sad that mm-hmm. he had died. But, um, but is that, that whole thing is her connection is healing herself yeah. uh, through writing this character was really um, profound and beautiful. I also cried. Oh, let me tell you about the part I cried. Okay. It was <laughs> t- towards the end. And, um, so I guess she released this book to her close family before and before it was published. And so her aunt is talking to her and the aunt is telling the anonymous writer that she didn't understand how difficult and how painful it was with her brother when they were growing up. That was fascinating and horrifying. Um, and that she understands that the author is giving her father the credit for um, – creating Duchess Goldblatt. But the Anne explains, Duchess is so special, but she's you. It's your voice. It's your ideas and your humor. She's not your father. You give him all the credit for Duchess. And I know he was a wonderful person, but honey, she's you. And that, like for me, was so powerful that this close family member recognized Mm -hmm. how special she was after the horrors that she yeah wow is lisa the first person to cry on this podcast she hasn't cried yet they're still oh she's trying (laughs) i'm not sure hold it back it's time for a quote close your eyes and visualize the best possible outcome when it's not looking grab it by the neck and fling it into reality (laughs) she's so great and that i want to go back to what lisa was was choked up about that idea she really it seems doesn't reconcile that in her head that she really is duchess she considers duchess to be a whole different person um that people don't want to meet that people don't want to know um like she said she accessed this different part of her brain uh where duchess lived but she is duchess so if duchess is awesome Sometimes it's easier to think better of other people. And if you are delineating yourself and then this person that you think well of, you can say that person's great. That person's amazing. I'm fine, I guess. But but reconciling those two might be a little yeah. difficult because you have to say, I'm great. I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm really smart. And not, that might be difficult for not, her to do. Not only are you a great podcaster, you're a great psychiatrist. <laughs> Katie, you can do it all. Yeah. And it's a good Jamie and I both love um, Russell Suckers for like um, magical realism. Mm-hmm. So that, that it was so grounded in the anonymous stories. And yet Duchess's world was so magical. That was very appealing. That's my favorite thing about things like this that can grow so organically on the Internet is that it almost feels like magic realism in real life. Because it's this fantastical thing that you would never think, like someone coming up with 
a fake personality to portray online as a joke and then having so many followers that they write a book about it and form a community. I was just jealous. I didn't happen. like think of it. Like I couldn't have been yeah. her. I really did want to be her as I'm sure other people do as well. I didn't follow her. on. I don't use Twitter, but um, mm-hmm. and, she slowed, <laughs> and she slowed down like after this book um, mm-hmm. came out. She's still there, but it's not she's not as active yeah. as she was uh previously i guess when did you come to dutch us okay so i have i'm still sort of on this memoir kick Mm -hmm. um and so i was just seeking out memoirs and i that's that is how so i'm also going to throw in there i've read a lot and but Mm -hmm. i love these other three which led me i think to duchess this is not a book about Benedict Cumberbatch I have that by out. Tabitha Carvin. <laughs> no, I want to read that. <laughs> I do, too. I, I just want to tell you the spoiler about what it's really about so bad, but trust me. Just trust me. Everybody, get, listen to it. It's it wonderful. It might be a good one for you and Lyle Lovett. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, and I, um, you know, I tagged Lyle online when I um, posted that I was reading Duchess, and I got a... my. Facebook said, um, will, will you receive a private message from Lyle Lovett? And I was like, absolutely. Uh, and then I waited for like 24 hours straight checking my phone every 10 minutes and I did not <laughs> I did not receive the private message. That's so strange. Yes, maybe, but maybe, maybe he this, deleted it. He was like, oh, this is a Maybe hole. after this podcast. And Lyle, I'm coming to Red Rocks in a few weeks to see your concert. So um, if you would like to invite <laughs> me backstage. Hold the book up in the air. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would do that. He would do gatherings for Duchess fans mm-hmm. at his concerts once That's this so kind fun. of came out. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's always interesting. And Twitter is still, despite the fact how large it is, the easiest place to come into contact with famous people and actually have a conversation with them. Um, Neil Gaiman liked one of my tweets and I was like, <gasps> I'm famous. <laughs> I'm famous. Um, so it's it's really interesting that, I mean, I know she probably is, like you said, in the publishing world and the writing world, a, a somebody. Um, but it's it's really interesting that as that person, she couldn't be I love it, but as her persona... She was able to form like a close relationship with him. And Lisa, I want to hear about your other two memoirs because you said yes. there were three. Oh, sorry, we just got sidetracked. No. no. Uh, also, Samantha Irby. Wow, no, thank you. Was my first interaction <laughs> with this jewel of an amazing humorist. Um, and I'm, I've got her other books in line. And then I'll show myself out, Jesse Klein. But she's um, also a comedian and writer and um, kind of family. But uh, the, all three of those just really, really touched me. I, I'm going to give everybody a memoir tip. Sometimes if you're like, oh, this isn't for me, you know, the first 20 minutes, I, immediately, if you don't want to read something, I'm not saying you have to read it, but with memoirs, give them a little bit of a chance. Got to get to the meat. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Do you listen to all your memoirs? I know you mostly listen to books, right? Yes. Yes. I love to listen to books, but memoirs are so cool when the author is reading it. I mean, I, that is the only exception. Like I, I I usually don't listen to books. I don't like author performances. All except for Neil Gaiman and John Ronson. Uh, Those are the only two. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, (laughs) They both have voices like honey. Um, But yeah, I love to listen to a memoir. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never heard John Ronson's voice described as like honey, but I agree. But I agree. It is addictive to listen to. I do love his voice. So do you have any more Duchess quotes for closing? I do. I have the perfect one. Do you have a perfect perfect one? Yeah, let me go first and then you can go. Okay. Hopes and dreams need air. 
cracking a window in the car an inch and leaving them behind while running errands will not work. They could die. (laughs) She's so good. This is how she would often sign off to people when she went to bed. Good night. Good night, rascals, dreamboats and hermits. Good night, crackpots and nutjobs and scoundrels. Good night, all librarians everywhere. (laughs) And on that note, stay tuned for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. I love being name dropped. <laughs> <laughs>